0: Hey there, mama, and welcome back to the Moms Overcoming Overwhelm podcast, episode 61. I'm Emily McDermott, and I am here beside you on this journey as we work together to declutter your home, head, and heart. One of the biggest things I hear from my mamas who are joining the Facebook group is that they feel unmotivated to declutter. And with everything we have going on in our busy lives, it's very easy to get stuck and to feel like we can't move forward. And that's one reason why I'm here. That's one reason why I've done this podcast. But I find that the best way sometimes to get ourselves motivated is to actually take some action, whether it be imperfect, it doesn't matter. I have learned as a recovering perfectionist that perfectionism is an illusion and causes me to procrastinate. So if you find yourself procrastinating on decluttering because you can't do it, quote unquote, the right way or feel like you're just very overwhelmed, unmotivated, today I'm going to be sharing five questions to help you get unstuck on your decluttering journey. And so I definitely want, like I always recommend, that you have that notebook and pen close by. So what do you say? Grab the notebook and pen, and let's dive into today's episode. Hey there, Mama! Are you tired of all the stuff crowding your home, calendar, and mind? Do you wish you could say goodbye to the endless to-do list running around in your head? Want to declutter but don't know where to start? You're in the right place. Welcome to Mom's Overcoming Overwhelm, where you will find proven and practical solutions to declutter your home, head, and heart. Hi, I'm Emily, a wife, boy mom, and simplicity seeker. If you're ready to reclaim the time and energy you crave, be present with your kids, and finally enjoy the life and motherhood you so deserve, let's kick overwhelm to the curb, shall we? Grab your lukewarm coffee, your notebook and pen, and clear off some counter space. Let's do this. Thanks to everyone who participated in the September giveaway. I am very excited to announce that after the spin of the Wheel of Names, (laughs) if you go to wheelofnames.com, you can do this. It's actually a really fun way to do things with your kids. Like if they can't decide who's doing something first, you can always say, well, let's spin the Wheel of Names. So anyway, after the Wheel of Names, we were able to get... Sarah Rolfing is the winner of our giveaway. So Sarah, I will go ahead and contact you soon. And thank you so much for participating to everyone who left a written review in Apple podcasts and also either did that or shared it with a friend. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Okay, so now we're going to dive into these five questions. And I have been thinking a lot about these, not only because of the coaching clients that I've been working with. I have a couple of in-person visits coming up here soon, but I'm also available virtually if you are not in the DC metro area. So you can always go to simplebyemmy.com forward slash coaching if you wanna learn more about that. But I was thinking about it in my coaching prep as well as actually church. We sang a song today called Make Room And just this concept about being able to make room for what matters most, and that's what we're all about here. So if you are struggling to find the motivation to start or continue your decluttering journey, I think often we need to go back to our deepest why and remember that why, why we're doing it in the first place. And so I hope that these questions will help you in that regard. And again, I would highly recommend that you get a notebook and pen to write these down. I'm also going to recap them at the very end. So we're going to dive right in. So the first question is, what or who am I creating space for? Or another way you can say this is, what or who am I making room for? Now, if you have listened to my story, which is way back, I believe in episode one, The way that I came to this decluttering and simplifying journey was because my husband and I struggled with infertility. We were going through fertility treatments, and I realized that I needed to make the physical room in our home, but also the emotional and mental space for us to conceive and hopefully have a baby. And so it's important that we think, what am I making room for? What are the dreams that I have? What are the ways that I wanna be spending my time, my energy, my talents? Who am I making room for? I'm working with a woman, they are gonna be adopting a child soon. And so they're physically making that room in their home, but also there's that emotional and mental space, that capacity that we talk about so much on this podcast. And so I would invite you to just kind of brainstorm and write down who, And what am I making space for? Okay, the second question is really geared towards when we're making those decluttering decisions that are a bit more difficult. We've spoken in other episodes about how we want to start with the most unsentimental, unemotional stuff. You can find out more about that in episode five. But when we start dealing with things that are a little bit more difficult for us to make those decisions, a lot of times we have this either or mentality. It's that if it has value, whether I think I could sell it for something, or I just paid so much money for it, or I might use it someday, or I wanna keep it just in case, then I therefore will not get rid of it. But what can really help us in this case is to have this and both can be true mindset about it. And what I mean by that is we can ask ourselves, Can I recognize that this thing has intrinsic or extrinsic value? Meaning extrinsic means that you could sell it for something. Intrinsic might mean that it's sentimental or it means something to you. And I could let it go to experience something better. Now that something better might be that you get money for it. That something better might mean that you take that money and you're able to buy an experience for your family. Or it could be that we're able to free up our time, free up our energy, be able to be present with the people that matter most. All of those things are something better. So we can recognize that yes, something has value. Yes, you might use it in some sort of aspirational future and it's okay to let it go. Okay. Question number three has to do with a visual. I hope that will be helpful. And I'd like you to, unless you're driving, (laughs) close your eyes for a moment and think about a cluttered space in your home. Think about how that is making you feel in your body. What is the feeling in your chest? What's the feeling in your shoulders? What's the feeling in your stomach, right? It feels heavy. And not only that, but clutter is actually blocking us Physically from being able to use our space in the way that it's designed if we have every possible surface covered with stuff We're not able to use our dining room table. We're not able to use our garage. We're not able to Sit in a chair. So I want you to ask yourself this question. How is clutter a physical? Emotional and mental roadblock in my life and what is it blocking me from? What is clutter physically blocking you from? Now that could be it's physically blocking me from having dinner at my dining room table. Well, sure. That's a very literal answer and that's fine, but think a step further. It's blocking you from being able to eat at your dining room table, which means that you're not able to connect the way that you want with your family members. And if you want connection, and if you want to be able to be with your family, love them well, be the wife and mom that you're called to be, then it is blocking you from being able to do that. So I would invite you to think about that and journal on that a little bit. Number four is a question that can be used for any area of your life where you feel stuck. And the question is what will happen if I do nothing? What will my life look like in one year if I do nothing? If you are feeling overwhelmed, if you are feeling stressed out by your clutter, if you're feeling anxious, if you are coming home, not wanting to come into your house because of how it feels, if you're snapping at your kids, if your relationship with your spouse is suffering, and you feel like you're too tired to make even the smallest step, towards making things better, what is going to happen if you do nothing? You are going to be in the exact same spot, if not feeling even more overwhelmed and crushed by all the clutter around you. And sometimes it's important that we get to that space that we tell ourselves, hey, this is important. Yes, there's all this craziness and busyness going on. I can continue to live on autopilot or I can stop and think about myself a year from now, if I continue along this path and know that that's not where I wanna be, and I can make very small changes today to make sure I don't stay there. Okay, the last question is number five. This actually comes from the concept of Swedish death cleaning, which I might talk about in a future episode, but Swedish death cleaning is ensuring that your loved ones are not burdened by your stuff by taking care of your stuff and your affairs now. And I you know, just turned 43, so someone might think, well, why are you worrying about that? I actually did it when I was 39 in good health, and the reason is I don't want my husband having to figure out what to do with my stuff, what I want to have done with it, where I want it to go. I want to alleviate that burden from him. So the question is, if I were to pass away tomorrow, who would be burdened by the stuff that i didn't take care of now now we don't like to think about our mortality in fact we're too overwhelmed and busy to think about our mortality (laughs) which is kind of the problem and this is an important question not to make us sad about the thought of dying but to recognize that it is not the responsibility of our spouse our loved ones our kids our parents to have to manage this stuff. If you are overwhelmed by stuff, you are exceeding your capacity and it is your responsibility to live in a home and to have a schedule that allows you to manage it effectively. And we don't want that having to be on the lap of someone else. So this is a difficult question to ask, but I feel like it's important because it makes us actually think about looking down on our loved ones if we are not there and think about them actually going through your closet right now going through the guest room that's filled with stuff think about how they're feeling they're grieving they don't want to be doing it and yet they have to because that is what has been left for them and a lot of you you've had to do this with your own parents who unfortunately did not prepare things for you. And you're having to spend hours and hours and days and days doing this. And so we don't want to be doing that to our loved ones, right? So to recap, I know this might've been a little heavier of an episode. I actually had this on my heart and I wrote these five questions down and I came right down to record it because I have a little bit of time (laughs) before the family gets home. But I feel like this really helps you get unstuck because you're reminded of your why and recognizing why this is so vitally important. So the first question, what or who am I creating space for? Now I'm just recognizing it's probably supposed to be whom. (laughs) What or whom am I creating space for? What or whom am I making room for? Number two, can I recognize that this thing that I don't want to get rid of has some sort of value and I can let it go for something better. Number three, how is clutter a physical, emotional, and mental roadblock in my life? And what is it blocking me from? Number four, what will happen if I do nothing? What will my life look like in one year if I do nothing? And number five, if I were to pass away tomorrow, who would be burdened by the stuff that I didn't take care of? I hope that this episode made you think really blessed you. And I would love it if we could chat more about it over in my free Facebook group, so you can head on over to tinyurl.com forward slash overcoming overwhelm on Thursday, we'll be talking to my friend, Daniel McGew, and she is from the plan goal plan podcast. And we are going to be talking about how we can use checklists to prevent us from drowning in our never ending to do list and feeling so overwhelmed and how we can use those to really create habits that are consistent and help us reach our goals. So I can't wait to have that conversation and I will see you on Thursday. Bye for now. If you like today's podcast, here's what you can do. Just take 30 seconds to leave me a review. I know you're a busy mama. You're overwhelmed. In fact, But 30 seconds of your day makes such an impact. I'll be blessed by your words. They'll definitely make my day. And who knows, you might be entered for this month's giveaway. In Apple Podcasts, scroll down to write a review. Thanks so much for your time. I'm so grateful for you.